Welcome to the Amore Magazine podcast here on amoremagazine.com. On this episode, I talk to singer-songwriter Chris Wallace. His solo debut album, Push Rewind, on Think Say Records is currently available on iTunes. His first single, Remember When, Push Rewind, is currently number 31 on the American Top 40 chart. Here's my interview with Chris Wallace. You have a unique style, and at the same time, you know, it's uniform in that the, the lyrics are honest and the beat is uplifting. It makes people want to move. Um, MTV Buzzworthy said that you're a male Katy Perry. So is that true to your style? And do you venture somewhere between pop and rock? Or, or what is your style? How would you describe uh, it? Yeah, I mean, the, the first album, like, my parents gave me when I begged them for a CD player, and I got, like, the hand-me-down one was, like, queen, you know? And, uh, and like, and then I, I started playing guitar when I was, like, 14, 15. Um, and, you know, guitar and, like, rock music was kind of my first passion. And, but I've always loved melody and stuff, so um, I just, it eventually segued into pop music. <laughs> yeah. And I just really, like, I'm obsessed with, like, a well-crafted song. Yeah. And just, like, a perfectly done melody and everything like that. So um, my, the natural progression just took me to pop music. And uh, the Katy Perry thing is just, like, it's still, like, ridiculously flattering. Because I'm just like, uh, okay. Right, um, right, yeah. <laughs> to even be mentioned with right. someone like she, her. Yeah. I think she, I think she was moderately successful. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a bit. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, there, exactly. there is a lot of crossover. I mean, if you look at a band like Maroon 5, you know, um, and, and how much, you know, they've ventured into pop and, you know, have had success with it. So, all right, well, we'll talk about uh, your new album, Push Rewind. Uh, this is your first solo album. So, you know, uh, is it different doing an album like this solo as opposed to a, with a full band? Um, not really. Um, the one time I first started as a solo project, like, I, I literally, it was just me at the beginning um, for, you know, up until basically I got a record deal that I put the band together. So it, it was really kind of, um, it wasn't really that different, I guess, because the creative control was always kind of like, what would Chris do, I guess? Yeah. Um, and it was always centered around that. It, it's not like we wrote the songs as a band, you know, it was like me and the guitar player who wrote most of the songs. Um, so it was not really that different. You know, like the whole album, I wrote it with another guy who was a guitar player. The whole album, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's, you know, I just replaced that guy, I guess, and just wrote, wrote the album, like a producer type of guy. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's not really that different. It's, it's, it's cool because you don't really have to listen to anybody, like realistically. Yeah. It's almost like, well, my manager played a big part in the writing of the album as well. So it was kind of like I would bounce ideas off of him. So he ended up kind of being like, a quote-unquote other member of the band, I guess. Right. So, <laughs> so in essence, it is still somewhat recording, or like recording uh, with a band, um, you know, even doing uh, something solo. Yeah. You know, uh, it is a group effort so, still. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it was, it's definitely a group effort, you know. I mean, I love outside opinions, you know. But at the end of the day, it's like I have to be happy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so, but yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely like, it's definitely a team effort either way you look at it, you know, like the people around you, like, uh, definitely bring you up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the first single, Remember When, um, you said at one time it talks about a time when you really want to, when really all you want to do is go back, push, rewind, and start all over again. Um, and you yeah. talked about a relationship in your, in your bio. Um, and I think everyone yeah. at one time or another has, has uh, felt that. Um, so does that help, you know, deal with it or does that bring up, you know, past yeah. memories is, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing I think it's a good thing I mean no matter what like I'm the type of person who no 
at me. Like, I'm still going to look at it on the bright side or look on the bright side of it. Yeah. So, you know, as much as it'd be cool to go back and change things, I still, like, personally, I wouldn't change a thing, you know? It's like almost a fantasy, like, what if, I guess, kind of what we're going to have to wind <laughs> right, as right. Opposed to like, oh man, I screwed up, and like, I want to change everything. But part of those things and how you deal with them really makes you who you are. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy with who I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm glad they happened. Okay. And I would, I would change anything. All right. Um, talk about the the video concept and how that came about, and how long the video took to shoot uh, for that song. Yeah. Uh, well, the video shoot we shot it in L.A. Uh, we found this house on the hill or in the hills that we, like, rented out uh, with a sick view, as you see at the beginning of the view, uh, beginning of the video. And it took two days uh, took two days to shoot. Uh, one of them, we just did the house scenes, and then the second day we did, like, the beach scenes and uh, the driving scenes and all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, from very early on, like, remember when was the first song I wrote for my record? Like, when I sat down, like, okay, I'm going to write a solo record. And remember when was the first song? You know, the, and the first lyric for the whole album was Push for Wine. So that's kind of been the theme. Like, and when, when I write music, I kind of do it autobiographically. So I kind of, like, look back and, like, kind of push for wine. And not necessarily want to change anything, but I just kind of look back in, like, more of a nostalgic kind of way. So, I, I, you know, we definitely wanted to represent that in the video. Sure, sure. Uh, and then it became the name of the album and everything. And it's like, oh, this, this is, like, a thing. It's like a theme. So uh, that became the theme of everything. So when we uh, talked to the director Justin uh, Baldoni, he you know he came up him uh, he came up with this idea to like yo what if we just rewind things you know but you know it's, and like I say it's like a team effort you know like come in, they come up with the idea and it's like oh that's a great idea yeah yeah and then it just kind of evolves from there exactly yeah yeah um, okay uh, in your bio you you talk about uh, touring with um, Lady Gaga. And you two were chatting backstage while Guns N' Roses were was doing their sound check. Uh, so, who's probably the most uh, influential person you've met so far? Um, you know, throughout your career, uh, you know, oh, wow. that that maybe um, has an impact on you. You know, now. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, spending that much time, uh, you know, what I mean, because you see these people like every day. It's like you know, you're getting off stage and they're like getting ready to go on stage or whatever. So you're like. You know, you're almost a peer with these, with, you know, yeah. with, with Gaga at that point. You know, and it's just, it's pretty, it's definitely pretty surreal uh, to, to think that you're like in the same, you're playing in the same game as these people. You know, they might be the star player as of that time, but it's cool to think that you're on the same playing field. So I'd say that experience was probably my, uh, my most interesting experience because it's like, you're, you know, you're talking to this person afterwards and just like up here and they're kind of giving you advice and telling you what they think and stuff. Right. So it's really cool um, another one that was cool is we did a uh, with my last band we did a, a couple shows with Cindy Lauper okay. which is really cool and that was like the first ginormous iconic person I ever met let alone like shared a stage with uh, and she asked us uh, or she asked me to come on stage being a verse of like True Colors with her uh, so that was pretty that was pretty surreal like hanging out with her someone who, like, is that influential and, like, speaks to so many people. Uh, so I'd say that, that experience was pretty awesome, too. You know, I got to pick her brain a little bit, too. So yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, if yeah. you could collaborate with anybody, who would it be and, and why? Um, you know, I mean, 
really love to um, write a song with Pink. I think that would that would be my uh, my main goal. Yeah. Okay. When you go on tour, is there any particular venue or city um, that you're looking to 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 play, or that you would like to play? Uh, well, if I had to choose one, there's, I've always wanted to play Red Rocks in Denver. I like that place. Okay. Uh, but I just I love. I mean, I love all the cities, all the venues for like a hundred different reasons. You know, because it's, it's cool having the experience and like having been to all these places a couple times before. Yeah. And you know, I've been to like every city in the U.S. at least. You know five or six times like played venues there so it's it's really cool to have had that experience but they're all they all have something really amazing to offer you know even that basement place i played in maine like i remember <laughs> everything about it cause it's like the fans were going crazy yeah 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 i mean oh, it, yeah. it was a small venue but it was packed one. yeah exactly yeah. and you know those type of like basement type of shows is really i love them because you know the stage is kind of small you know and the crowd's right in your face and i, I like that because you can feel their energy and like you can feel the heat from the crowd while they're dancing, you know. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, it's great so to see. I, I mean, oh, go ahead. I like the club stuff. I mean, I've done, you know, like arena shows and stuff, but like the club stuff is really what I like the most. Right. Um, yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of bands where, like, you're able to see them in small clubs before they get big, and then, uh, you know, you always look back on that experience of, like, you know, when they played a small venue, and, you know, no matter how big the venue is, nothing compares to those smaller shows. <laughs> You know, and it's real. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas like the, a big arena show, it's like all about the lights and it's all about the video screens and the dancers and there's like a whole other aspect, like a right. full-on show. Yeah. Whereas with the live, the small venue, you don't need anything. You just need the person there. Yeah, yeah. Like doing what they do. So. Yeah. Um, like I saw the uh, uh, last month, the Lumineers opened for Dave Matthews. And uh, wow. like I think they would be great in, in a small venue, but, you know, it was such a large arena that it, it didn't really have you know, the impact that I thought it would. Um, who's your celebrity crush and why? I think when I had uh, asked Sean... Oh, I was just going to say, I think when I had asked Sean this question a few years ago, he had said Hayden Panettiere. Um, yeah, that's, who it, that's, that's definitely who it was. And, then I, and okay. then I met her and hung out with her. Did she, you really? She had a boyfriend. And, yeah, well, we, <laughs> we were doing some shows um, with her, and she was like the host of the show. Uh-huh. And I ended up hanging out with her after that, you know. So it's always weird having a crush on anyone, you know, having not met them, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, having yeah. Having not, like, hung out with them ever. So I'm like, I like this person. And then you meet them, and you're like, oh, wow, they're nothing like I thought they'd be. So, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. And uh, actually, well, she's she's uh, she's uh, starting her own music career as well, uh, you know, obviously with with the hit of her show, Nashville. Oh, yeah. My sister told me to watch that show. I haven't saw it yet. Is it good? I, I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I just know that uh, she's trying to start a music career uh, from it. Like, they're releasing some of the music that she's actually recorded for the show. Hey, yeah, she should hit me up. I'll, uh, I'll write her a song. <laughs> All right. Um, and a actually, uh, this is kind of a follow-up question. Uh, the the video for Candle, when you were with Waitai Affair, the girl that plays the uh, your love interest in the video, that's Heather Morris, right? Oh, uh, yeah, that's who it is. Okay, that's, what, that's who I thought it was. Yeah, that thing was like, like, uh, a friend of mine does casting for a bunch of, like, TV shows. Yeah. And and he's like, hey, do you want me to get some, like, people to the show? So he got, like, you know, 15 guys and 15 girls to come out to the video. You know, and people were looking for experience and wasn't looking their name on something. Uh, and she was one of them. And he's like, hey, who, you know, my manager and the, the director is like, hey, who do you want to be, like, the main girl in the video? And I, like, looked at them all, you know. It, it was a weird kind of shallow thing, you know. So it was like, like a lineup and you just pick? 
looked at I looked at the lineup and I was like, I like that one. That one right there. So, you know. It was cool that she ended up being like, you know, she ended up going on to do like some really awesome things, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I know her, her background was music, being a backup dancer for Beyonce, um, you yeah, know, long yeah. before and she did the whole Glee we, thing. Yeah, and, and well, the thing is, is after we shot the video, I remember a couple, couple maybe a month later, I saw her on the, uh, she was on the Grammys dancing with Beyonce, and I hit her up, and I was like, were you just on the Grammys? And she's like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> you know yeah. it's a crazy small world. Like, everyone's, like, pushing, and it's, it's weird to, like... I live in L.A. now, so, like, I see all kinds of people come up and go down and all that stuff, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, uh, really cool. All right. Uh, and you grew up in a small town in Indiana, so what does your family think of all the success that you've had so far? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. My mom, you know, she still tells me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. she, she, <laughs> And is she still in Indiana? They, they, yeah, oh yeah, she's still in Indiana. Still okay. the same town I grew up in. Okay, all so, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I talk to her a couple times a week, and, she, and I'm telling her, I'm like, hey, Ma, so, like, this big radio station just added my song, and it's going to mean a lot. You know, the station will see what hundreds. She's like, oh, well, Chris, good job. You know, it doesn't mean anything to her. <laughs> right, right. Playing, and, and, but the, what meant a lot to her was she heard it on the local station. She's like, oh, my God, Chris, I heard it on this blah, blah, blah station. You know? Right, right. It's like, you know. It's one of the smallest stations in the country, but it's just funny to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on a small station. Yeah, you're on a big station. And she doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's close to her. So yeah. Um. So that that's cool. Yeah. It's just you know she's seen you know after after the White that Bear broke up and stuff like she saw me kind of you know be like reclusive for a little while. So it's it's she really loved it when I started getting out there like playing shows and she could come to them and you know sing along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, what's the craziest thing a fan's ever done for you, or, or like said to you, or tweeted at you, or something? You know, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, the crazy things to me that fans do are like dirty things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, sometimes they ask you to sign some very inappropriate things. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it yeah, at that. Um, yeah. So. All right, um, and last question. Uh, what advice would you give to a young musician that would want to follow in your footsteps and, and do what you um, do? I'd say, like, you know, if you really want it, you have to give all of yourself, like, everything. You know, you, have, you, know, uh, you give up friends, you end up in a strange place you've never heard of, you know, like, and uh, you got to keep working at it, I guess. It's like, if you really want it, you just keep going, no matter how much time it takes to, and everything. Just just keep getting better every day. So just continue to work at it and, and, and make it your yeah, full-time I mean, commitment. All the, all the cliche things, it's like if it's in your heart and, it, and you know, it lives there, then just keep nurturing it and eventually it's going to get really good. Okay. <laughs> like I I have a video of the first show I ever played and it's awful. <laughs> and I, it's a song, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it, when I watch stuff like that, it reminds me like how far I've come and how much work it actually takes. Okay. So just like anything in life, though. Like, I mean, I, I feel like I'm like living proof that you could literally do anything you want in life. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and, and, and just because like a label says you can't anymore, like that doesn't mean anything either. So as long as you work at it and, and, and put everything you can at it, you can succeed. 
That's, that's what you're saying. Pretty much. All right, cool. Well, uh, Chris, thanks so much for doing the interview and taking some time to answer my questions. I appreciate it, and uh, much success to you. Yeah, thank you. That was singer-songwriter Chris Wallace. His solo debut album, Push Rewind, from Think Say Records, is currently available on iTunes. To check out more on Chris, you can visit his website, chriswallacemusic.com. You can also follow him on Twitter, at chriswallace101. Until next time, this is the Amore Magazine podcast, here on amoremagazine.com.